Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome in Game Time Decisions on this Tuesday here on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri, and uh, as we get ready for a big holiday weekend, we've got plenty going on tonight in the world of sports. In fact, we've got uh, 39, I believe, college basketball games getting ready to tip off. We had a couple that already finished earlier today. Good slate of games in college basketball, we've got uh, a handful of games here in the NBA, which are going to be very interesting, to say the least, given the fact that uh, we have, and well, welcoming back in Memphis will be Ja Morant here uh, tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies as they head to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans here. This will, uh, without a doubt, be the first action that we have seen Ja Morant uh, this season after he served his suspension here. And what are you going to get from the Memphis Grizzlies seems to be the big question mark here. We'll talk to Coach James Young coming up and get his thoughts in that. The problem is that uh, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Zion appears to be uh, questionable and on the injured list there so that number holding strong at right around seven as you just saw but that is certainly going to be a uh, a game in which a lot of folks are going to be interested to seeing what does John Morant bring to the table for this Grizzlies team that is uh, now sitting at six and 19 on the season so uh, 25 games in I I wouldn't expect a, a Superman cape anytime soon here with the Memphis Grizzlies. Also, uh, we've got a pretty big game going on out west with Golden State as we welcome in our radio audience here on Game Time Decisions of the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri. Appreciate you hanging out with us here as we've got, well, we got a handful of games in the association tonight. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Pelicans with John Morant returning and uh, serving his suspension to the Memphis Grizzlies. And then a uh, big game out West with the Golden State Warriors struggling, trying to get to 500. Yeah, well, they're going to have their hands full tonight with the Boston Celtics coming to town. And uh, this is also going to be really interesting. What are we going to get from the Warriors here tonight? Do they have enough in the tank, uh, no Draymond Green. Uh, we've seen the Celtics certainly be dominant at home, but they have shown that if you're going to beat the Celtics, you're going to have to do it uh, when they're on the road, and that's where they are tonight. We also learn, and this is a shocker of all shockers, that Bradley Beal uh, is going to be on the shelf for a little while. Shocker. All four games that we got to see him there in Phoenix. Well, we're going to get to see another Phoenix Suns game without him, only this time against the Portland Trailblazers here tonight. And Portland all of a sudden getting very healthy and getting what we thought would have been the original lineup uh, back on the court here at the same time. Uh, this is a homecoming of sorts, uh, Nurkic, who is uh, getting to go home to Portland after he was, uh, of course, traded. And uh, how about Aiton? Andre Aiton also getting to take on his former team, the Phoenix Suns, now a member of the Portland Trailblazers. So we've got a little intrigue, to say the least, here in these games tonight in the association. And then, of course, you have the Bucks taking on the Spurs, but... Who are we kidding? That game is 
over already, and it really hasn't even tipped off as the Spurs sitting at a a great uh, 4-21 and on the season. Quite honestly, I have no idea how they've won four games, but uh, they are in Milwaukee getting ready to take on the 19-7 and Milwaukee Bucks here tonight. 16 and a half, as you can see, the number, the total is uh, without a doubt what a lot of people are running to the window and betting, as you can see there, 249 of uh, the Spurs and the Bucks are not two teams that scream defense in any way, shape, or form. So we will uh, we'll have much more to go over on all of these games coming up. We do have some blue bloods in the, uh, in the college basketball realm, some games that uh, certainly I'm looking forward to seeing here uh, as Virginia getting ready to take on Memphis here tonight. The only, I believe, uh, top 25 teams that are going to be doing battle here and uh virginia well we know they can play and they can win at home memphis has played an unbelievable schedule these are the number 22 and 23 teams in the country right now i believe and memphis eight and two on a season virginia nine and one memphis's schedule they have played everybody um they have hid uh, from nobody the schedule uh, put together by Penny has been phenomenal. Uh, all quadrant one and quadrant two games, and they are welcoming in the Virginia Cavaliers, who not a great season last year with Tony Bennett and the crew. Much more Virginia-esque so far on what we've seen this year. They are getting three and a half, four points here tonight. That game coming up, 7 o'clock Eastern time tip in Memphis. I think that's going to be an absolute game of the night, one definitely worth uh, watching here. Memphis quietly putting together quite this season. A lot of folks believe that maybe Memphis, that is the team that uh, we should pay attention to, certainly in the future markets. Very uh, senior-laden squad, transfers coming in. Uh, this is a team that uh, even Penny has said uh, off the record that might very well be the best one he's had uh, since at being at Memphis, which is saying something there. Also, Old Miss hosting Troy tonight, 7 o'clock. Love Old Miss. Love Chris Beard. Love what this team is doing. They come in at the number 25 team in the country. They're going to be laying a dozen or so against the Sunbelt Conference uh, Troy. And, and let's, let's be realistic here. This is probably going to be over in the first half. But keep an eye on Old Miss. Telling you right now, this is a team that's in the SEC that is flying under the radar. They're 10-0 on the season, and Chris Beard is bringing in a style of defense that, uh, well, it's going to be very interesting to see how the rest of the SEC handles here. Gotta love it. That game also, 7 o'clock here tonight. USC and uh, Bronny Jr. there hoping to be able to get off the schneid just 5-5 five and five on a season. You would think they have an easy game tonight against Alabama State. I don't know about that. But USC certainly trying to right the ship here and uh, get one in the win column uh, before it's all said and done. And don't forget the sixth team in the country, Marquette, opens up the Big East Conference play tonight against Providence huge and i mean absolutely huge game to start the big east here and uh marquette looking uh, if they are as good as we think they are they need to win this game uh because teams who go on to eventually win the big east conference regular season championship well they average only three losses in conference play over the last decade can't open the season losing on the road at Providence, and you want us to take you serious, Marquette and Shaka Smart. So huge game there. We got some games on the NHL. We got a bowl game to get into. We'll do all of that when Game Time Decisions returns on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back in Game Time Decisions here on this Tuesday now, December the 19th, as we get ready for a loaded slate across the sports betting landscape here tonight. We got uh, four NBA games, all of them very intriguing and interesting storylines there. We do have a couple of top 25 teams in college hoops getting ready to tip off top of the hour. We've got a uh, nice NHL slate of games that is uh, that's coming up. And, oh, yeah, we do have another bowl game coming up here tonight in which uh, breaking news Uh, There are going to be an awful lot of people who bet this game that are not going to be pleased to learn that uh, the UTSA quarterback, Frank Harris, who has been with the program now for, what, six, seven years, it feels like. They are taking on Marshall here in Frisco, Texas. And this line originally opened up when the bowl was announced at around eight, eight and a half for UTSA. And then we learned, of course, Marshall had a couple of opt-outs, including their quarterback, which quite honestly is not a big problem. Uh, But uh, the line shot all the way up to 13, 12, 12 and a half, as high as 13 as of just 72 hours ago. Uh, This morning, uh, well, actually about six hours ago, we started to see money coming in on Marshall and that line dropped from 12 and a half, 13, 12 and a half down to uh, 11 and a half, then 11, then 10 and a half. No announcement had been made as far as people not playing or playing or, I mean, you could have scoured the internet. All you had was rumors and innuendos and nobody seemed to know what was going on. There wasn't an official announcement from the bowl. There wasn't an official announcement from the university or the school. The rumor was that their star quarterback, Frank Harris, may not play in this game, which is extremely odd given the fact that just 24 hours ago, he was on the podium uh, with uh, one of his wide receivers talking about his legacy and how he wanted to go out on top. He was looking forward to playing in his final college game. UTSA has never won a bowl game, so his whole idea was that i am looking forward to going out and winning our very first bowl game here at the university they had planned all sorts uh all week long it was like a giant going away party for frank harris who's been obviously uh meant a lot to this university and to this football program over the years he's been there forever now he's got an opportunity to win a bowl game and deliver that first bowl win there to the school now, where this thing has dropped all the way down to seven. So we went from 13 to seven in four hours. Uh, that is a little bit strange. That is not something that is normal. And the only thing we could associate with is Frank Harris. Now we are learning being considered unlikely to play. Uh, against Marshall in the Frisco Bowl tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern time, I believe, is the kick there. They're saying a final decision isn't expected until after warm-ups, but he's dealt with a multitude of injuries this year. This is coming from Pete Thamel, USA uh, Today, who covers uh, college football. He's a senior writer also for ESPN. Uh, now, this is as of, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes ago. Now, all of a sudden, he's dealing with a multitude of injuries. He was just on the podium, practicing all week, and on the podium less than 24 hours ago, talking about how he couldn't wait to play in this game and go out with a win. Now, mind you, the last game 
that they just played. They lost to Tulane there, lost the conference championship. Uh, Tulane ended up beating them up. So they had an opportunity. They were hoping that maybe, just maybe, there would be some sort of, uh, you know, New Year's Six Bowl involved with them. They had a lot of hopes and aspirations, this team, this year. And unfortunately, they couldn't get it done last game. This is a team that was, mind you, 24 hours ago, a two-touchdown favorite. Now they're barely a touchdown favorite. And who knows, over the next couple of hours, how low this will really go. Now, mind you, it still has not been officially... Nobody. There hasn't been an official decision one way or the other. And the market is crashing on UTSA. So my question is, what happens if all of a sudden they announce he's playing? What happens to the what happens to the line then here? Um, there is something not right about all that is going on here. And because it's college football and there are no stipulations that coaches or universities have to tell us anything, but we'll see how long that continues here in uh, in future seasons but the fact that it's not like the nfl or nba where you've got to notify you've got to post but you don't have to do that in college football so uh to me this uh, everything that we have seen leading up to today leading up to this game one would never have gotten the impression that frank harris would not be playing would not be going out on top he's not going to the nfl Right, he's not, he's not going to be drafted. He's not sitting out for the draft. And even if he was, he would have made that announcement long before this. He can't transfer out. He's got no more eligibility. I mean, he's been there for six, seven years. Let's be realistic. It feels like he's been playing college football for the last decade. So being banged up on the day of football of the game makes absolutely no sense. And I can tell you, this is going to if he is actually listed as playing before the kickoff, the market is going to go absolutely crazy. So what happens here now? Well, if you are somebody that thought maybe the line was overinflated to begin with at 13, well, then you've got an opportunity to middle this game right now and take UTSA minus seven and hope it lands somewhere in between and you are good to go. Um, all they have done is create a huge opportunity for betters uh, to get a piece of both sides here tonight and look for a possible close game. And I'm telling you right now, if he is in, and if he is listed as in, and the report comes in and says he will start this game, there will be a flood of money on UTSA back, and this line is going to go way through the roof. So even if he doesn't go, if you think UTSA has got a pretty good shot, with the backup quarterbacks and winning this game, now is the time to jump in on UTSA. Now is not the time to jump in on Marshall. That ship has uh, sailed here again just six, seven hours ago. You could have got Marshall at 12 and a half or 13 points. You don't want to be grabbing Marshall here at plus seven right now. UTSA, Marshall, the thundering herd here tonight. Uh, just an absolutely wild last couple of hours in a bowl game in which at this point has seen more money come pouring in over the last, since this line became active than we have seen in a lot of spots. It's a guessing game in college football. We need to get used to that. Because I can tell you, we also learned that uh, Maryland will be going without to his brother uh, as quarterback. He has opted out not to play last minute. They take on Auburn uh, in the next week. And boy, can you look at what the market is doing there as that total is now cratering. You got to be very, very careful during bowl season. Just because a kid opts out and says, I'm going to the transfer portal, you know what? Doesn't mean they're not playing in the game. You can still play and be in the transfer portal for your team. But then you've got situations like tonight where all of a sudden quarterbacks, the starting quarterback decides I'm too banged up to play if that's the reason. Boy, oh boy, you don't want to be, I certainly hope you weren't holding a ticket at minus 12, minus 13 uh, for UTSA because this is a different team if Frank Harris 
is not playing here tonight. We'll take a look at some of the other big line movements here in the upcoming bowl games this week when game time decision returns next year on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back in Game Time Decisions. And we are just at that point right now as uh, we've got a bunch getting ready to go off here, tipping off college basketball, NBA here tonight. Four games, but great uh, games with great uh, intriguing matchups with headlines galore. And then, of course, we've got a bowl game coming up a little bit later here tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern time, Frisco, Texas, the Target Frisco Bowl is in total pandemonium right now as we welcome in our good friend Mark Zinno in the house here. And Zinn, this is kind of coming off of last night with the whole, is Gino playing? Is he not playing? Oh, he's playing. No, maybe he's not playing, but he's playing. And the market going absolutely ridiculous because, well, knowing the quarterback is pretty big in handicapping football. It's, it's, it's something you kind of want to know. And now, apparently, there's been rumors all day. People have been saying it's all fake news about Frank Harris and UTSA, but the market usually doesn't lie. So when you're laying 13 at 3 o'clock this afternoon, and now all of a sudden you're laying 7, something's going on here, uh, Zinn. And to me, a six-point move, this is absolutely crazy if you are holding a UTSA ticket here of anything at double digits or more. Yeah, or, or if on the other side, you might have a nice shiny closing line trophy uh, with Marshall uh, plus 12 and a half. I mean, look, I, I thought Ooh. that Marshall plus 12 and a half was the right side just because it seemed like an egregious number in a bowl game of two teams that really, from a talent perspective, Joe, like it's negligible, right? Like one team may yep. be better than the other, but from a pure talent perspective, these two teams from these two conferences, the gap isn't that wide. This isn't a power five versus a group of five. So, you know, that felt like a lot to begin with. But obviously, again, once you lose your quarterback, and especially for a team like UTSA that plays fast, likes to to, to put up a lot of points and, and throw the ball and, and you know, uh, move the ball down the field pretty quickly, to lose your quarterback could change that thing pretty dramatically. And like you said, you know, the market's telling you here that uh, that's not going to be you know, a scenario that's going to hold up if they don't have their starter. It is interesting, you know, the, the total also opened at 56.5, and, and now it's <laughs> down to 46.5. I mean, 10 points is just insane. Um, yep. You know, this is one of these games where, you know, it almost feels like I just take the over at this lowest number because, dear Lord, Marshall's still going to be able to score somewhat, right? You'd, you'd like to think mm-hmm. that even with a backup, UTSA could probably still get to 24, and, 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 you know, we're right there at that number. So uh, that, that, that to me seems like, you know, one of the more advantageous ways to look at this whole thing. It just doesn't make any sense because we did see him at the press conference yesterday talking about he's not going to the draft. He's got no more eligibility. 
So he was talking about this being his legacy, right? UTSA's never won a bowl game. He was so looking forward to playing in this game. He's practiced all week. And now all of a sudden he's dealing with a plethora of injuries. What, what did he get hit by a car last night? Like what, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean a play? Like he's got all these injuries and he can't play. Now he's being, and by the way, still no official word from the university, the coach, which is a whole other thing with college sports, like the NBA, professional sports, you got to disclose this information for good reason. College don't have those rules here. So I don't know that we'll ever know whatever's going on here. But I can tell you what, not having your leader, a guy that's been there seven years, this is not good news for UTSA. No, again, and I mean, if it's all smoke and mirrors, that's one hell of a game that UTSA played with Marshall. I'm oh, not really sure why. Goodness. Right? The only people who really suffer on this thing are, are folks in our line of work who tried to yes. handicap this game and, and, you know, watch the market move accordingly. So uh, unless Frank Harris slept on his back the wrong way and sneezed in the wrong direction today, I don't know what variety of ailments he could really have going into this game. Maybe a hangnail or, you know, maybe some hurt feelings. That, that, that may be it. Maybe emotionally he's injured. I, I'm telling you, right, if he gets announced in at 8.50, they're going to take this game off the board because I can't imagine the amount of money that people are going to run in and back to TSA at minus seven, minus seven and a half. So, uh, boy, oh, boy, this is uh, interesting to start the bowl season off here. A couple of other games uh, throughout the week. We saw, It's actually an interesting week here, I know. Syracuse getting ready to play uh, South Florida. That's a game coming up this week. UCF taking on Georgia Tech. Uh, any games coming up uh, this holiday week that uh, that you're focusing in on? I mean, look, the Georgia Tech-UCF game is very interesting from the standpoint of when you talk about motivation, right? Like, Georgia mm. Tech has a bowl game, feels like in this millennium, right? Like, it's been forever since Georgia yep. Tech had a season where that ended in a bowl game. So, I would expect that Brent Key in his first full year would love to put a cherry on top of his season by winning a bowl game, something that the two previous coaches prior to Paul John or post Paul Johnson weren't able to do. So the thing that's difficult for me about that game more than anything is just looking at uh, the Georgia Tech defense against UCF. If we're getting John Reese Plumley playing in this game for UCF, it feels like points can be can be scored. Now, I know a lot of this game has already been bet up. The total opened at 61 and a half. It's now near 67 and a half. I mean, just crying out loud, it's way past the number that you can actually bet. And you get 94% of the tickets on the over in this game. But again, um, you, Georgia Tech's defense scares me a little bit. Even though this is a Central Florida home game, kind of for all intents and purposes, the Georgia Tech faithful, I think, show up for this one because they don't, they're not in this situation often. So I, 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 I kind of like Georgia Tech with the points. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I was one of those guys that took this early on because anytime you have Gus Malzahn in a total that isn't near 70, you should probably hop on it because he's going to run as many plays as humanly possible. Three and out doesn't make a difference. Just going to give the other team an opportunity to score when it's all said and done. So uh, that game coming up also interesting for sure. You got... Uh, an NBA game here tonight, I understand, with the uh, late night with the Celtics and the Warriors. I, who, are you getting in front of a Celtics train right now? It feels kind of ridiculous to do that, or you think this is the time? No, I'm backing the Celtics. Uh, last night, it felt like a gift. Um, now, mm. look, Golden State here, Joe, is now going to play their fourth game without Draymond Green, okay? They lost their first game to the Clippers without him uh, in L.A. They went, went out and beat, and beat the uh, Portland Trailblazers. We know how bad the Trailblazers are. The Nets are a mixed bag, you know, from night to night. They, they're a very middle-of-the-road team. They've been able to surprise some teams and lose some others. This is the first real opponent that they're going to face um, you know, this is a Boston team that's top 10 in offense, top 10 in defense. You know, this is a, a spot here where you're going to see the deficiency of not having Draymond Green in the lineup come to fruition here. And I think Boston takes full advantage. Now, full disclosure with Boston here, Joe. Um, on the road, laying more than four. They've been bad against the number this year. Haven't covered a lot of spreads. In fact, they've lost a lot of these games outright. But for me, situation, this is more about playing against Golden State as much as it is, I got a top team in the league in Boston going, you know, in what feels like one of those spots where Boston, even though it's not a message, you know, just go back to the finals from two years ago, kind of wants to send 
like a little bit of a message like, hey, you know, we're still better than you kind of deal. And I, I don't think the Warriors have what it takes to compete with a team like Boston right now, not without Draymond. And this is not a Warriors team right now that is able to score all that much. There's a Boston team that's averaging 127 points over their last nine games and only given up 112. So uh, this is a team right now that I think Boston is getting sort of a, a favorable number and a little bit of a depressed total or a depressed number rather because Golden State has managed to win back-to-back games without Draymond. But I think it's fool's gold. They're getting a real opponent right now. It's going to be a lot different. Uh, well, that's going to be a 10 o'clock game here uh, tonight. Should be uh, It should be a good one here. There's a couple of really interesting games here with John Morant coming back from Memphis, uh, serving his 25-game suspension. But, you know, you can't polish. <clears throat> uh, and that's kind of what this Memphis team is right now. It's, uh, it's not great uh, at all there. I'm also looking ahead of this week in the NFL schedule here, and I'm laughing because I actually think we might get a decent Thursday night game that has some juice to it with New Orleans and the Rams. Uh, ultimately, I don't think either of these two teams wins the Super Bowl. But they're both in a position that, hey, a win here goes a long way in helping them uh, you know, get into the postseason. You got to be in it to win it here. <clears throat> kind of hard not to like this Rams team and what they've been doing and how young they are. And I can't trust Derek Carr, can we? No. I mean, look, for me, this is these are two teams I've, like, faded routinely all year long. So the fact that they're playing each other right now is a source of conflict for me internally. I think they both stink. I don't think either one of them is very good. I think they've managed to grab wins against bad teams, and yet when they play against good teams, it's like they look like completely different. You know, remember the Saints went out and smoked the Patriots 34 nothing. I'm like, wow, maybe the Saints team and this Saints defense is for real. Derek Carr, everybody's turning the corner. What did they do? Lay an egg in the next three, three games look like poo. So, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I – I played against the Rams a couple of weeks ago when the Browns played them. I thought the Browns defense would shut them down. The Rams looked really good. You know, they looked good again last week. I mean, you know, this is a team that uh, with Matt Stafford there still presents some offensive challenges for other teams. But, you know, uh, I would tend to think here that this may be one of these primetime unders that come in because I think you could score on the Rams defense as bad as Derek Carr and the Mm. offense have been. Um, there's probably some ways to, to go out and get and get out there and, and score on the Rams. And, and we know what the Rams offense can do on their own. This, this would kind of be like a little bit of a contrarian play here for me to look at the over, especially under that key total of 47. I got to give uh, McVay consideration for the coaching of the year yeah. job that he has done here with the youngest team uh, on average in the NFL this year. I mean, it's outside of Aaron Donald and Stafford. Everybody's 12 on that team. And here they are in a Thursday night game in, uh, in week 16 with an opportunity to, uh, to get one step closer to a postseason berth. So impressive stuff there. Zinn, best of luck with the plays here tonight. Got some bowl games, got some NBA action. And of course, we'll talk to you again tomorrow here as Game Time Decisions. We'll be back with the coach, James Young, next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um. All right, welcome back in Game Time Decisions here on this Tuesday in the Sports Grid Network. Joe Ranieri joined by the coach, James Young, here as we've got 
plenty of hoops here tonight uh, only four games in the association but uh intriguing games because a whole lot of uh, underlying headlines here and themes we've got going on at this point in the association and uh i mean let's nobody does you know soap operas like uh, like the nba and uh coach before we dive into this uh slate uh i do want to get some of these early matchups in college basketball out of the way because anytime you got this time of year top 25 teams doing battle and the opening of the big east uh you know play i think it's uh it's should be kind of must watch television for folks looking to jump into college hoops and uh i'll say this about marquette and shaka smart if they're as good as we think they are they don't lose this game here tonight right good teams lose this game elite teams don't they go in they handle their business against a changing providence team and shaka gets it done if they're as good as we think they are what do you think they are i think they're one of the top five teams in the country and they've played an absolute schedule so this is a big spot now, now listen folks this is where you get nervous right ranked team on the road short favorite so this is where it gets topsy-turvy here because you can look at this matchup and say wow it's only you know four and a half points they could easily go on the road and lose to a Providence team that's been playing pretty well under Kim English in his first year on the job. But if you start examining this game a little bit closely, who, who's Providence's big win? Who, who, who have they played in their schedule that could say, oh, wow, like that's a tough matchup. All right, they beat Wisconsin by 13. I guess it could be the, the outlier because of the fact of Wisconsin beat Marquette in their worst performance of the year. They beat Kansas, they lost to Kansas State by three. Oh, okay. They lost by 21 at Oklahoma, right? But then you turn and start looking at Marquette's schedule and what Shock has done. And he, besides, you throw away that 75 64 loss that they had at Wisconsin, right? They beat Illinois. They beat UCLA. They beat Kansas. They lose by three to Purdue. You know, they've beaten everybody in front of them. So to me, I don't look at that St. Thomas game where the only one won by five. They go on the road, Big East opener, they make a statement. Give me Marquette minus four and a half on the road. I think they went by eight to 10. Well, they'll be, uh, that would be a heck of a way to start off the Big East uh, conference uh, games here. And uh, yeah, if they're as good as we think they are, they should have no problem. Uh, you know, Ed Cooley ain't walking through that door anymore there. So it's going to be interesting. I love the other game here, though, when Memphis is taken on or welcomes in uh, Virginia here and Tony Bennett and company. And uh, listen, I give Penny all the credit in the world. He wanted to leave absolutely no question. Didn't want to hear about non-conference cakewalks, uh, you know, uh, easy teams. That this He has scheduled the gauntlet here in non-conference play so far. And here we go again with Virginia at home. A clash of styles here, Coach. Whoever dictates pace, right? Probably going to win this game. Who dictates pace here in this one? I think the pace is going to be dictated uh, very much by Virginia here. And listen, one thing about Virginia, their defense, it travels, folks. And it travels. And if you look at the fact that just by looking at points per possession here, a team like Memphis is only in the 56th percentile offensively. So it's not like they're, they're, they're tearing it up. Well, folks, they're playing the team with the best points per possession in the country and they make you play half court and they don't, they don't even try to mix it up by playing zone or, or, or you know going full court man it's half court pack line we're going to contest your shot so when you play a team folks it's a pack line style of defense you got to look at this how does the team shoot particularly from the perimeter well you start looking at memphis all right they're 59 percentile in jump shots they're ninth percentile in unguarded shots. They're not going to get a lot of those. But then you start looking at shot types, right? So medium to long range. Where is Memphis, right? Long range are in the 60th percentile. Mid range, they're in the 45th percentile. I'm sorry, 54th percentile, right? So then you go to the other side and say, okay, well, how does Virginia defend these types of shots, right? Very simple. 95th percentile is unguarded shots, right? 
87th percentile of guarded shots, and at the three-point line, they're 90th percentile defensively. What am I getting at? They're, I, the best play for me, Memphis could win this game. Team totals under 67 and a half. This game will get to a crawl. So Coach Bennett will get this game dictated. They'll contest enough shots. Memphis team total under 67 and a half points. Folks, have you ever noticed, all the things that just spit out of you, have you never heard of something called synergy? Go look it up and find it. This is what all us college and NBA coaches use to get all your information. It's all analytical-based, and the proof is on everything they show. This shows me under 67 and a half today for Memphis. Was it Warrior at Virginia? I believe it's Virginia's first true road game, right? Uh, heck of an environment to go into here. And let's, you know, we also got to remember too, like everyone, it's December. Like the, whatever we're seeing now, we got we to gotta remember, I'm more worried about what they look like in February, coach, as we get ready for March Madness here. How healthy are they? Uh, but these are two teams that I have a pretty good feeling we're going to be talking about come March anyway, one way or the other. The question remains, though, with Michigan and Florida tonight at the Jumpman Invitational in Charlotte, two teams that love to chuck up the three, two teams that can't defend the three. It feels like we're going to get some points in this one here, uh, Coach, with Michigan. And I believe uh, I believe he's back on the sidelines. Is he uh, not there, uh, Jawan Howard? Yeah, well, just for, let's first off, Jawan is, is back. Let's just... Hope he keeps his hands to himself and his mouth to himself because every time the brother opens up his mouth or opens up a can of whoop, you know mm -hmm. what, he gets himself in trouble. So I'm glad Juwan Howard is back. But, you know, first off, shout out to, to, to Phil Martelli. Uh, to have a guy like Phil Martelli and a guy, a guy like cool. Howard Isley on the bench, that just gives you so much of an advantage. So let's, let's just be honest about it here. But when you look at this game, yeah, you're talking about two teams that can get up and score, and let's be honest, their defense, uh, not the most best defense in the <laughs> world. So pace, shots, possessions, neither team turns it over a ton. This game goes over tonight. It's kind of hard not to uh, not to expect this thing to go flying uh, over the total here. Um, I don't, you know, Coach, I love Chris Beard. I love this old Miss team. I love that they're 10-0. I love that they just got the kid Murray there eligible, which a lot of teams have. They're taking on a bottom-of-the-barrel Sunbelt team. Feels like it's got blowout city written all over it, but I love the fact that nobody's talking about old Miss and Chris Beard. A style of defense in the SEC, a style of play that is going to be very interesting watching this season unfold for them. Yeah, I think where, where people are looking at, this team's played really well. Remember, they, they did beat Memphis at home in a really, really good game Ooh. earlier this year. So when you're looking at this team and looking at uh, specifically this, you start thinking about like, okay, well, you look at the metrics, you look at some of the things I've looked at, and you're going to say, oh, well, well, Troy's pretty decent defensively, right? Well, they're stepping up in class a little bit tonight. <laughs> and you just look at their schedule. I mean, what, what am I going to look at? They're, they're 92-47 win over Fort Lauderdale? Am I looking at that? Am I going to look at, you know, what other... They're 110-63 game worth in Southern New Orleans? Folks, I don't even think they're both Division One schools. Just want to put that out there. So you start looking at who they've given up points. 88 to Ohio. 81 to Oregon State. Oh, by the way, they had another win against a non-Division One team. 88 against Sam Houston State. Mm -hmm. 67 versus a bad Grambling team. 77 versus a bad Eastern Kentucky team. 82 versus a Dane team is rebuilding. And you're telling me they're going to go into Ole Miss with Chris Beard and they're going to cover that spread? Oh, hell no. Give me Ole Miss <laughs> big tonight. <laughs> Uh, not for nothing, Coach. 20-some-odd uh, years in South Florida. I didn't even know Fort Lauderdale had a university. So, there, that hey, let's congrats. Yes, <laughs> congrats, Troy. Great Yo, win. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, folks, it, it, just in case you people want to understand this, okay, <laughs> it's called buy games, right? And when you've got mm. these D2, D3 teams, folks, they don't have the recruiting budget. They don't have a budget to get mm -hmm. their sneakers. So, you go play mm -hmm. a team like they may say, hey, we'll give you 25000 We got all this money from Nike. We'll give you $5,000 worth of gear. 
and five thousand dollars worth of gear to a D three D two school. That's that's a ton. That you know. So think about this way: these teams do this. It helps the team out. But when you start looking at spreads and you start looking at analytics, you got to start taking those games versus non D one teams out. So take away the forty seven, the sixty three, and the forty six they've given up. And they've given up literally almost 80 points every game besides that. They're going to be in trouble tonight. Two other games here, Coach, we'll touch on uh, quick. Both uh, have started, by the way. And we mentioned Ed Cooley to Big East. Butler at home taking on Georgetown here tonight. I don't know if you had uh, a lean one way or the other in there, but Indiana left it all out on the court at home against Kansas this weekend. And now they got Moorhead State. It feels like this could be... Total letdown situation, and it's pretty much tied right now, halfway through uh, the first half. Uh, were you leaning either way in those two games? No, I wasn't leaning either way, but if you, if you kind of look at a team like Moorhead State, I mean, it's not like they played like slouches. I mean, the two of their first three games were Alabama and Purdue. Now, granted, they were both blowouts, and they lost 74-51 right. to, to Penn State. So this is an opportunity, folks, where this is what I'm going to say to you. Watch this game until the half. If Morehead State mm. is in the lead or extremely close, jump on Indiana. Because what's going to happen is Mike Woodson, a.k.a. fucking Cole Medina, a.k.a. You know, my friends call him Tone Loke because he looks like Tone Loke. You young kids, man, I know about Tone Loke, the rapper. But Tone Loke, <laughs> he looks just like him with the goatee, go bald. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I would look at this halftime. Jumping on Indiana, that spread drops. You yell at your kids, second half they take off. Yeah, it should uh, underway right now. It's a lot closer than they want. I thought they were going to get Kansas. I really did. But Kansas, give them credit. That's one of the toughest places to play in all of college basketball, Assembly Hall. And that just goes to show there's levels to this, Coach, because they gave them everything they had in a packed house during a time of year, Coach, where there's nobody in school. There's no kids in campus. It's the holidays. There wasn't there. It was standing room only at Assembly Hall there, and they gave Kansas everything they had, but came up a little bit short. But that's how you realize whether or not teams are just good or if they're elite in games like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you'll see teams turn around. Speaking of teams turning around real quick at the top of the hour, USC team total over 83 half versus Alabama State. Last three games, they've lost by 16 to Auburn, Long Beach mm. State, uh, by five and the Gonzaga by set or 13. They've scored 75, 79, 76 points. And they're gonna only have to score 83 and a half versus a team in Alabama State. Give me over 83 and a half USC if they rebound quick tonight. God, boy, am I really laying 20 with them? Oh, I want to throw up. All right, Coach James Young, he's got more in the NBA coming up here on the grid. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Come. All right. Welcome back in. Game time decisions here on the Sports Grid Network. Looking to close out this first hour. We still have... 
much more uh, to get to here where uh, we've got a heck of an NBA slate, just four games starting at the bottom of next hour there with the Memphis Grizzlies uh, getting ready uh, to welcome back one John Morant uh, to the team as they get ready to travel to New Orleans to take on a resurgent and finally healthy New Orleans Pelicans team here. And we'll have much more on this game as well as uh, the out west, the late games here tonight. Also very intriguing. Boston on the road. Now, we all know Boston can play at home. Nobody beats them at home. 14 straight, I believe, right? Well, they ain't at home anymore. They're now on the road. And if we're all being honest, it had they've been burning a lot of money coach out on the road the boston celtics this year so there's a lot to dive into with that game i guess the only game that's intriguing or or doesn't really have a crazy storyline is you know um milwaukee bucks who i believe are already up 40 the game hasn't even started yet uh taking on uh san antonio San Antonio, four wins, uh, coach, on a year. They, they've got some quality competition in Detroit. But real quick, who wins more games at the end of this season? Will it be Detroit or will it be San Antonio, do you think? I know that sounds crazy. I think it actually may be the Pistons. I, I, folks, <laughs> they lose every kind of way. And I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> if Detroit don't win their next game against Utah, then this thing gets on 28-29. Like, look at their schedule. I, I, they, they have to turn around at some point. It'll be interesting to see what happens in Detroit in regards to players like Alec Burks and Bogdanovich. Do you move them to get some more assets? Monty's got to go young. Put Killian Hazel on the bench. Let these young kids play. By the way, they both are absolutely terrible. Yeah, well, they're, they're both ping-pong ball bound here. But we'll have more in the NBA. Don't go anywhere. Come back and join us. Game time decisions. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.